0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call dot or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office
1: And good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I'm your host, Tony DeFio, and I thank you for joining me on the about to be snowy Friday night in Pittsburgh. I was hoping we'd be past this, but we're supposed to get a few inches of snow overnight, even though it's March 11th going on to March 12th, but that's okay. I mean, it's not the end of the world. But I thank you for joining me. And before I get started, as as always, I'd like to ask you to please like and subscribe to our Behind the still Curtain YouTube channel, where we bring you live podcasts each and every day, including this show, Steelers Hangover with Brian Anthony Davis, Shannon White, and yours truly, Steelers Preview with Jeff Hartman, Dave Schofield, and Brian, post game stuff, uh, Know Your Enemy with Jeffrey Benedict and Michael Beck. The Scobro Show with Dave and his brother Rich, Touchdown Under with Matty Peverall and Mark Davison, so many shows. And of course, you can catch those shows also live on Facebook each and every day, every night. And if you can't catch those shows live, you can always catch them on an audio platform after the fact. I personally like iHeartRadio, but you can pick Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple, the list goes on. So please check all those shows out. And of course, we have a host of audio-only shows, such as Let's Ride with Jeff Hartman. Michael, but God, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, the Live mic with Michael Beck. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit under the weather. The Live mic with Michael Beck. Um, the Stat Geek with Dave. The War Room with with Maddie. What You're Talking About with Kyle, from the cutting I say from the cutting room floor. But if I didn't, that's Jeffrey. That's his great show where he breaks down the X's and O's. So you can catch shows uh, on any audio platform. So please check those out. And of course, check out Behind the Slow Curtain, the website. Where we bring you news, commentary, film breakdown. Anytime there's a, a trade or a rumor or, or, or a release from a player from another team who could be linked to the Steelers. We're there to bring it to you, and please keep checking us out because it's about to hit the free agent frenzy, uh, I guess officially on Wednesday, but uh, the illegal tampering phase begins on Monday, and there'll be a lot of hot rumors out there, and who knows, maybe the Steelers will be a a part of it for a change. So please check check us out, and let's see who we have in the live chat. We have, who was the first one in? Jaredevil, all right. He's got a really really good record in that regard. Kathy Ford, Cree X. Chad, Chad Chekak. Let's Toast Media. That's an interesting name. Clarence Washington, the, the legend Clarence. who's here every Friday, Monday. Every time I'm on here, I see him. So welcome, Clarence. Just me. Ryan O'Toole. And let's see who else Arnett Oliver, who joins us from Facebook, all right, Steelers Pittsburgh, Steelers Chick 46, okay, let's get on with the show, and the show of course is about free agency, before I get into that, I'll talk about the Steelers state heading into free agency, or the state of the Steelers, I should say, heading into free agency next week, and that includes the the hopes for many weeks and really months if you're talking about Aaron Rodgers that they would that, that the Steelers would somehow be able to acquire Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson uh in trades or in a trade for one of those guys and of course those dreams were shattered on Tuesday when i think it was Tuesday yeah tuesday when Rodgers said that he would stay with the packers in 2022 and we later found out that He's going to sign a four-year, $200 million contract with $153 million of it guaranteed. And later that morning, Russell Wilson was traded from the Seahawks to the Broncos for two number ones, two number twos, a fifth-round pick, Drew Locke, end Noah Fant, and defensive lineman Shelby Harris, who led the Broncos in sacks last year. So that was quite the get for the the, uh, Seahawks, but it was also... Potentially, quite the uh, the get for uh, the Broncos because the the you know you can't do anything without a quarterback, right? And the uh, Broncos uh, finally found their man after what seven years after Peyton retired. And it seems like they can't draft anybody. So you know, John Elway he went out and signed Peyton Manning ten years ago when he was cut by the Colts in a salary move, and then uh, of course. He acquired Russell Wilson the other day, you know, so uh, Like I wrote about on Friday those teams the Packers and the C- the Broncos are in different places than are the Steelers right now Meaning I think they're closer to Contending than Pittsburgh is right now um, So, you know it, it behooved them to to get things right with their with their quarterback and, and to secure a bona fide franchise guy and that's why they did that. And you know the Packers are are they're gambling. You know, they're gambling on a guy who hasn't won them a Super Bowl since he won them that last one against the Steelers in twenty ten and Aaron Rodgers. A guy who's been a problem uh as far as uh being critical of his organization. Of course the, the vaccination stuff, you know, he, he's he gone from being one of the more popular players in the NFL over the past year. to one of the most vilified. So they're taking a, a gamble guaranteeing that, that guy, 153 million, you know, he's 38 years old. He'll be 39 by the end of the 2022 campaign. His birthday is in December. I, I looked it up. And uh, so they're taking a chance that he's not going to just up and retire in a year. So, or, he, or he's not going to be, angry again but they need they needed to get him uh they they need to keep him just like kind of like the Steelers did last year with Ben because he's really their their at the moment their best option to win to contend to get to a Super Bowl and to win one and you know when you look at what's going on in the NFC right now Tom Brady retired Russell Wilson obviously is gone uh so you know there's more of an opportunity for him to and the Packers to, to, to win now. I mean, you know, they, they haven't gotten to a Super Bowl since well, since 2010. So, yeah, maybe, maybe the, the NFC is opening up a little bit more. It wasn't that long ago that it was considered the, the stronger conference. Now you look at the quarterback movement and you have uh, of course, Wilson and Denver. And of course, you know, that whole division, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, even Derek Carr. And of course the AFC North with Lamar and, and now Joe Burrow and maybe Baker maybe you know, so uh, of course, Josh Allen and, in, in 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 the East. So, you know, the, that the, 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 AFC looks like it might be the more dominant conference, at least for the next couple of years. I mean, things can change pretty quickly uh, but looks to me like that won't happen for a couple of years. So they're going to be the power conference for now or so it would have seen it, w- it would appear. So, and that's why the Broncos had to do what they had to do because they're competing in the division with, with um, so many good quarterbacks and they, there's pressure there to win. There's pressure there to find that next guy. Whereas the Steelers, in my opinion, obviously it's a podcast of opinion. So it's, I don't even have to say my opinion. It's my opinion. The Steelers are in a different situation. They, they've, they're in a rebuild and you know, you might say, well, you know, if they had Rodgers or Wilson, they'd be better. Of course, they'd be better. They'd be better. They'd be, quote unquote, capable of beating anybody on any given Sunday. They'd be dangerous. You know, but that's probably still be a nine or nine and eight or 10 and seven team. And they still wouldn't be consistent. And they'd still probably um, struggle to make the playoffs. Yeah. When they got there, they might be able to do some damage because of, of a Aaron Rodgers or, or, or a Russell Wilson. But they wouldn't be a complete team, even with those guys or one of those guys is a quarterback. They would not be a complete team. And you look at their roster right now, there's question marks everywhere, certainly on the offensive line, even at wide receiver with, uh, you know, about Juju, James Washington's all but gone. Heck, Ray Ray McLeod's a free agent. Um, you know, people are not sold on, on Chase Claypool. They want him traded, as a matter of fact, or cut, which what what else do People always want somebody to cut anymore. And of course, people are just barely sold on Deontay Johnson. After his first uh, Pro Bowl season So you know Of course the defensive lines up in the air Inside linebackers up in the air The secondary I mean they don't have a uh, Joe Hayden's not, not under contract right now uh, Akello Witherspoon is a free agent Or soon will be uh, So uh, Terrell Edmonds is a, is a, a free agent Because they didn't pick up his fifth year option So there's a lot of question marks So to, to try to To Go low in, so to speak, and, and bringing in Aaron Rodgers for a team, or Russell Wilson, or Deshaun Watson. I'm sure that we'll talk about that soon. To bring in one of those guys, uh when you have so many question marks and you're giving what you have to give away, so much, so many draft picks. I re- I refuse to say draft. I'm not going to say that c word. I'm so sick of hearing draft. Blah blah blah. It's a it's a fancier way of saying draft picks. It's all they are, draft picks. When you say draft, well, I'll say it, draft capital. You're trying to make yourself more important. No offense. But giving away all those draft picks for those guys. Now, of the three, obviously, I would be more than okay with Deshaun Watson because he's young, 26, 27, and he's an incredible talent, and you need that guy to, to compete. So, yeah, you would you would accrue so many uh, losses in terms of the players you'd have to give up and the draft picks you'd have to give up. But you'd have that guy for ten or twelve years, and you could certainly build around him. But obviously, you know, if uh he didn't have all these allegations against him, if he didn't just barely uh, escape uh charges on you know inappropriate behavior, I'll just leave it at that, against basically close to twenty-two or close to a two dozen women, then he wouldn't be available on, on the training block. So you know, to bring him in here would, would, would be a big uh PR risk. Excuse me, my throat is uh, sc- uh, scratchy from talking already. So, uh, bring in any one of those guys in—Wilson, Watson, Rogers—ones, um, you know, they're all—they all, they're, they all uh, come with a ton of risk because, uh, first of all, you have to—you have to pay all those guys or any of those guys a, a, a huge salary you have to give up a lot of draft picks and in the case of two of them, they're getting old, you know, so they might be on the down. Well, they're definitely on. I know Aaron Rogers has just won the uh, MVP two years in a row, but you know, he's, you know, your physical abilities tend to fall off a cliff just like that in professional sports. So, you know, to say that they ever think that that, that those guys were going to come here, meaning uh, Rodgers and Wilson, uh, I, I, thought, I thought there was always a pipe, a pipe dream Or I was I always thought that was a pipe dream I never thought it was realistic I know people were clamoring for it I got accused of writing a clickbait article on Friday When all I did was state the facts That people were clamoring for Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson And, and to say otherwise is foolish Because they were, the media was, the fans were Let's be real uh, But to think that, that was ever really going to happen With the, all the problems this team has right now I just, I I don't know why people thought that other than that, it was just wishful thinking. And, and, uh, I, I, I get it, but I think the Steelers, you know, they, they just got out from under a huge contract that was kind of, yeah, they had a great quarterback in Ben up until really 2019. Uh, he really wasn't the same after that, uh, after 2018, I should say, when he led the league in passing, they had a great quarterback, but they had to pay the price to keep him. Of course, like every other team does when they have a quarterback of his caliber. So, uh, you know, they're finally out from under that kind of a salary, uh, and to kind of jump back into bed with another quarterback with another huge salary. Uh, again, when you have so many areas of your team that you have to address, to me, it just, it just doesn't make any, any real sense to do that. And I think they, they need to just take a step back and build their team, uh, up in other areas and address other areas through free agency, through the draft. Maybe you go out and get a, one of these veterans like a Trubisky, uh, for some reason, uh, people are shocked that he might command $10 million. Same with Jameis Winston. Meanwhile, I read that about Win- Winston, like a month ago, when I was looking at the top 100 free agents. His projected salary was like 7 million, uh, and up to 12 with incentives. So why people are shocked that Trubisky, uh, command this much on the open market which is has been rumored that's not you shouldn't be shocked by that because you know the top guys are making 35 40 45 million a year uh you know so (laughs) somebody like this he's probably gonna want to sign a a one-year prove-it deal but he's not gonna want to go anywhere and start for two or three or four or five million dollars he's gonna want to start if he's gonna be your starter he's gonna want at least seven figures that's no, no, not seven figures. Geez, that's yeah, seven figures. No, eight figures, whatever. It's math, he'd want at least $10 million to, to be somebody's starter because that's the bottom of the going rate for starters now. So, why anybody's shocked by that, I don't know, but that's probably what's going to take to get him or Jameis Winston. And you know, if they go that route, if they sign those one of those guys to a one year deal or even a two year deal, I would really have no problem with that because. And Trubisky and Winston, in my opinion, those are two quarterbacks that you could possibly, uh, you can resurrect their careers. And Winston, we've already seen, I mean, I don't think his career needs much resurrecting. I mean, he just led the league in, in passing yards two years ago, 2019. He has problems with interceptions, but, you know, he's a, he's a weapon. So it wouldn't take much resurrecting there. It would just take more taking care of the football, being more disciplined and he got, he got LASIK surgery recently. Yes. He's coming back from, from a, from a, a torn ACL, but you know, it wouldn't take much resurrecting with him as far as Trubisky concerned. You know, I mean, he really didn't play at all last year. I, I was doing some research. He, he got in on what six snaps or, or he, 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 he completely, or he attempted like six passes or something like that last year. He barely played. So, you know, I think that's why his, uh, his stock is has uh, risen a little bit. Like I mentioned last week, you know, I said out of sight, out of mind, but it's more like you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, and uh, you know, we haven't seen a whole lot from uh, from Mitch the past year. So all of a sudden now oh, he's he's a hotter commodity. So he'd be a little bit more of a risk, but I'm willing to gamble on him for one or two seasons if you're if you're going to pay him ten million a year. To me, that wouldn't be unreasonable. So you know, that's what it's going to take to to get. A Trubisky or a Winston. Um, Mariota, maybe a little bit less than that. These other guys that they were linked to. Um you're hearing, you know, every every day there's a new rumor. Uh, and the latest one is Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett, which I've I've always been high on. Like I a couple of years ago, um when there was a like a whole slew of veteran quarterbacks that were suddenly on the market, and the and the Colts signed uh Philip Rivers. For 2020, I'm like, you should just give Jacoby Brissett, give him the keys. You know, you got you know Andrew Luck retired. Uh, this will be his first full. You know, 2020 was his should have been his first full offseason knowing he was going to be the man. They signed him to a pretty decent deal not long before that, and then they go out and they sign Philip Rivers. So then Jacoby Brissett's on the you know, on the outside looking in, and the next thing you know, he's he's Miami's backup last year. You know, so I never understood why he never got a full a, a fair shake to be a starting quarterback in the NFL because I think he has talent. And uh, so, you know, he, he's the latest that's been rumored to Pittsburgh. You could probably get him for a, 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 a decent uh, contract. Even if it's just one year, approve it, another approve it deal. I would be okay with that. Bring him in here. Um, have him compete with Mason and, and, and Dwayne Haskins. And if he beats them out, great. And if he shows something during the season, he's still a young guy, young enough. Uh, maybe you can build around him. I know it sounds crazy right now, but you know, um, it's either, it's either that or it's drafting somebody or you can do both. You know, we got that coming up in, in another five, or six weeks. So, you know, even if you, even if, uh, Brissette's just your, your guy for one year while you develop your, your, uh, draft pick, whether it's Malik Willis or, or Pickett. And it sounded less and less like it's going to be either one of those guys, especially Willis. And I knew this was going to happen. I knew he was going to his draft stock was going to skyrocket, and that's what's happening. And now it looks like he might he might not even make it out of the top ten, and I doubt Pickett will either. I know, you know, a lot of these teams, you know, like Washington now they they trade they traded for Carson Wentz. Um, you know, when, when you when you obviously the the Broncos don't need a quarterback now. Uh so you know theoretically somebody might drop to Pittsburgh, but you know, the Saints still need a quarterback, right? Uh unless they decide to re-sign Winston. Uh so if they do that, then maybe they're not gonna be in the market for a quarterback. Uh you're you're starting to hear rumors again that the Giants need a quarterback, the Panthers, obviously. So uh I think it, it, it's it's rare. It, it it seems the chances seem slim that they're gonna that they're going to be able to um, get one of those two guys at the t- with the twentieth pick, but uh, you never know if they can. Um, if they if they fall in love with somebody else, whether it's Ritter or Howell or Corral, then who knows? Maybe they will go in that route too. But um, on that note, I just want to talk about the Steelers and, and their um, their. How they how are they going to address free agency now that they have? I was looking at it yesterday on SpotRack, and as of yesterday, anyway, they were about twenty nine million under the cap. So, what are they going to do now? They've never had this kind of a situation, really, in the modern era since social media was that you know became a thing, and everybody you know and their mother spent you know literally months speculating on. What they would do in free agency now they have this 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 money to spend. What are they going to do? Are they going to go out and get the quarterback? Are they going to address the, the line? You know, you're hearing things about uh, Ryan Jensen. Uh, but you know, on Friday, uh, Jason Kelsey re-signed with the Eagles, and I think he's going to be making about fourteen million dollars. So you're looking at at least that much right there for for a player like Jensen. And it's believed uh, that he and the uh, Bengals have a mutual interest, even though you're not allowed to talk to anybody right now. It's not the tampering phase yet, but the Bengals have a lot of cap space too. I think more than the Steelers, actually. And of course, they have the they have a they just came off of a Super Bowl, and they have a great quarterback and a great all around team. So if you're Ryan Jensen, you can get your your top dollar from. Steelers or the Bengals, where are you gonna go? Probably gonna go to the Bengals. So the chances of him coming here uh seem pretty slim. They would have to overspend to get him. Uh hearing rumors about Carlton Davis, cornerback Bucks, Jordan Whitehead, the safety for the Bucks. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I could see them going after somebody like Davis. He seems like they're kind of a free agent. It's his, it's his, um, he's, he's, he's uh, going for a second contract. He's the number one cornerback. Um, he he seems to, he's obviously still really young. He seems like a one heck of a, of a young player. Somebody you can build your secondary around other than Minka, of course, but he could be, he could come in and immediately be your top corner. Uh, so that seems like the kind of guy that they would normally go after, but the difference between, uh, years past, And now is now he's a, he's a first wave free agent, meaning he's probably going to command 15, 20 million a year. I looked at the, 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 the prices of the, of the top corners. And I mean, you know, guys like Marcus Peters are making 14 million a year. So, you know, I'm not trying to say this guy's, you know, better than Marcus Peters or or somebody like that, but he's going to probably want that kind of money at least if not more. And he's probably going to want a lot of guaranteed money. Not just that one year, uh for the length of the contract, he's going to want a boatload of guaranteed money. So that's how they're going to have to do business now. It's no, it's no secret. I mean, they they can't do you know they, they can't do the Steeler way uh and just sit back and 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 hope that one of these guys is is just willing to to sign with them because they're the Steelers. I mean, they have to be ag- aggressive. They have to go out there and spend. Money that they're not comfortable spending, they're not used to spending, and that's that's just the reality of it. So, you know, what always I find fascinating about the first wave of free agency is it's always like these these, these high end free agents are still players that NFL teams said, you know what, we're not going to franchise tag you, we don't think you're worth franchising. So, you know, good luck out there on the open market. So, I mean, that's really who who you're going after, and 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 these guys just sit back. And and they they let these teams just engage in these bidding wars for their services, and they and they drive their prices up. So if the Steelers want to be major players in in that first wave, they're going to have to be. They're going to have to do the same thing. They're going to have to uh, probably pay a, a player more than they think he's worth. That's just how the, that's just how business is done now. So you know the fans are expecting that um, because you know the, all that that money is right there. And they're expecting them to do something big with it. So the question is, are they going to do something big? And, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if they did, and I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't. Because personally, I'm not necessarily sure that, you know, being huge players in free agency is the way to go. Not if you're as far away from being being a, being a contender as I think they are. But I also wouldn't be shocked if they did do something big, because. You know, they've changed their ways a lot in the last three or four years. Devin Bush, uh, Mika Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden, the list goes on and on, the kind of moves that they've made. So, you know, you got players out there like Bobby Wagner, who's, uh I mean, really, I mean, I wouldn't mind having him. I mean, you know, uh, he's 30, 31 years old. but That's about how old James Ferrier was when they signed him back in 02, I think. Yeah, he was around that that age. Um. So you can see, and he was, uh, was he 30? And he wasn't that old and he was like a year younger than me. So maybe he was like in his late twenties, but still he, he played, uh, played for them for, uh, he was a leader of their defense for many years. So you know, I, why they couldn't get four or five years out of a player like Bobby Wagner, uh, in the middle of their defense, alongside Devin Bush and, and improving Devin Bush, hopefully. I mean, that seems a move I wouldn't be, um, opposed to, Again, though, it's probably going to cost him some a good bit of money. I think he was making 18 million a year with Seattle before they before they cut him. So he's probably going to want uh, around that, maybe not 18 million, but he's probably going to want close to 15 million a year. Again, a lot a lot of money guaranteed. And and if the Steelers aren't willing to give him that, somebody else will. That's just how it's going to be. He's a hot commodity. So you know, it's just going to be it's going to be it's a really interesting uh, case study to see how they handle this this year. I'm. I obviously I want to see them make some moves and, and bring in some good names just cause I'm a big Steeler fan, but also I'm a big fan of reactions and, and, and fandom. And I just, I'm just really interesting to, interested to see what happens uh, if they don't do something big, if they, if they, if they stick to their practical ways and sign some decent free agents, but not until like day two or day three, you know? So I just, I'm just, uh, I don't know. Like to, to me, a player like, like Davis, I'm really hoping because I obviously I didn't know, even know much about him until yesterday when I first started hearing these rumors and I started doing some research on him. And, he, and again, he sounds like their kind of player, you know, he's big, he's tough. He could play the run. Obviously he's a really good cover guy or, or he wouldn't be a hot commodity, but he's, he's the guy I would like to see them. If I had to pick one player, I mean, obviously Bobby Wagner's up there too, but Davis, cause he's younger and, and, and he's coming into the prime of his career. You know, he's like uh, Steven Nelson was a few years ago, except he's not a second or third day free agent. He's a first wave free agent. He's probably a more talented player. So he's he's somebody I would definitely uh, like to see them sign. As far as Whitehead, I mean, I, I think you're fine with, with Edmonds. You know, I mean, uh, why overpay for two safeties when you could probably get Edmonds for a, a cheaper deal than, than you know, the, the 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 fifth year option, or you know, over the length of a multi year contract, and Mickey Fitzpatrick has already come out and said he likes playing with them. So, you know, if they work well together, you, you saw how that was with Troy Polamalu. I mean, he, you know, he he needed to have safety safeties that he worked well with that he trusted to do his freelancing. So, uh, you know, I think if, if if one of your best defensive players likes your your starting strong safety, I think you do what you can within reason, of course, to, to bring him back. So I I hope they bring Edmonds back. Those are my, uh, uh, Davis and Edmonds as far as their, their, their own guys. Um, I like Joe Hayden a lot, but I think it's time to get younger at that position. So if you can, if you can somehow find a way to secure uh, Witherspoon, but it's probably not, I mean, if, if they sign Davis, they're probably not gonna be able to sign Witherspoon because he's probably gonna command a, 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 it's a contract. It's not like upper echelon, but it's definitely probably more than they're willing to spend on their on their number two corner. I mean, we saw that last year with Stephen Nelson. Granted, the circumstances were different because they had cap problems, but still, they weren't ready to they weren't willing to spend a ton of money on their two starting corners. But uh, you know, they're 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 going to have to spend a lot to get to keep if they want to keep. Uh, even if they do sign a, a Davis, they're they're going to have to spend overspend to keep a, a Witherspoon or even a Joe Hayden at this point. That's just how it is. So, um, you know, maybe it's, it's, they'll be okay with uh, like, for example, uh, Sutton on the outside and, and Arthur Millett or somebody like that as your, as your slot corner, or maybe they'll draft somebody who knows, but at the 30 minute mark, I will wrap things up and say, I can't wait to see what happens next week, both good and bad. Cause it's all, they're all good stories. So, uh, and on that note, I'm going to take some questions and comments to round out the show. So I see what you guys have to say about Deshaun Watson, because I know it's going to dominate everything. Let's see what we have here. And this is a doozy. You guys are going to love this question right out of the gate. This is from Chad. He says, trade TJ Watt for Deshaun Watson. Outright trade that allows TJ to fill his big brother's shoes and gives the Steelers the only realistic realistic fighting chance they have. Well, there is that, uh, Chad. Or they could go out and draft the, receive uh, quarterback and develop him into a star that is possible too but i don't see that happening <laughs> they're not gonna s- trade tj watt for deshaun watts that's just not going to happen but i mean it's it's nice it's nice to fantasize i guess there jared double says lol trade trade tj Watt." i mean there's a good points. you know he could fill his big brother's shoes but i think he's more worried about uh, winning winning a ring in Pittsburgh I think he wants to establish his own legacy And what better way To bec- become a, a Immortal Legend than to win a Super Bowl for Pittsburgh uh, A city that Eats, sleeps, and everything Football You know, I think if Deshaun Watson gets traded, it's it's going to be Minimum three first-round Picks, so I think that's what you're looking at, giving up for him and, and uh, probably a couple of decent players. Ryan O'Toole's with us. Welcome, Ryan. Or maybe I already said that. I don't know. I can't remember. I'm a little foggy tonight. My voice, I, I, I don't have a voice. Ryan O'Toole says he brings up a great, great point. Those quarterback salaries kill the cap for so many teams. And that's the thing, that's you know people are becoming more aware of this, especially since these quarterback salaries are becoming more and more just ridiculous. Really, It's that if you if you find your quarterback, whether it's Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, you got to win while the winning's good, because once you get past, and we saw it with Ben, it was a different time back then, but you know once they started paying his, uh, you know signing him the bigger and bigger deals. It got harder to field the team because, you know, they did their most damage with him as their quarterback over his first six, seven years. After that, it was about, you know, they had, they had to make room for uh, under the cap for his enormous contract. And you're, and you're going to see it with Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs. You're going to see it with Josh Allen eventually and the, and the bills, you know, uh, we saw what it did to the Ravens 10 years ago, when they signed Joe Flacco to a $20 million a year deal, they had, they had to sacrifice other players, uh, that were on that Super Bowl team that they won, and um, they were never really the same after that. And, and you know, half a half a decade later, they're looking for their next quarterback in, in Lamar Jackson. So, yeah, I mean, those you know, the the, the window is is to, to win with with a a franchise quarterback is is probably less than it was uh, years ago, and it's probably going to get it's probably going to shrink more and more as time goes on because these these salaries are just getting for these quarterbacks, are getting out of hand. I mean, everybody wants to be paid more than than the last guy, so you know it, it won't be long before you're seeing these guys making. Excuse me, making sixty, seventy million a year. I mean, I mean, that's you think that's unrealistic now? I don't think so. It's probably we're probably four or five years away from that. So, uh, yeah, good point, Ryan. And this is Steelers Pittsburgh. I, I mentioned earlier reported today that the Steelers are going after Jacoby Brissett. Not saying I like it, but I called it. I mean, that's honestly, you know, when it comes, and I heard Ryan Fitzpatrick's name bandied about on Friday too, while, while, while listening to talk radio. And, you know, it's like, like I said last week, every day there's a new name. And and like I said, weeks ago, it's because the Steeler fans, we're just empty vessels right now. We're we're just willing to re, like absorb any kind of news we're just hungry for, and thirsty for it any kind of news especially about quarterbacks so you know Aaron Rodgers is gone off the table Russell Wilson's off the table Carson Wentz got traded to Washington so what's next oh Deshaun Watson I heard a source close to the situation tell me that as soon as he's a, he's a cleared the charges which he was on Friday a trade is imminent well I mean it's late Friday now Also I'm doing this podcast you know is there going to be a trade or was that just BS by Sean King, the ex quarterback and the current uh, radio host? I mean, if Hey, if he's right, you know, I'll, I salute him, but, uh, you know, that's, that's what you've been seeing over and over again. It, you know, it was Jimmy Garoppolo for a while there. And, uh, even Carson Wentz for, for a spell, you know, a couple weeks ago, you know, Mitch Trubisky, you know, get on the Trubisky train. Now that's cold a bit, but that might get hot again. And now you're talking about Jacobi Jacoby Brissett, uh, uh, Mariota, I'm sure he'll, his name will, will will come up in the next few days because because he's really the one that you don't hear that much about as far as a destination. I bet you his name gets gets bandied about in the next few days. So, uh, yeah, Brissett's the latest one, and I wouldn't be too, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad about that. I mean, I, I like him as a young quarterback. You know, maybe he can't, maybe he's reached the ceiling already, but I'd rather take him over. You know ryan fitzpatrick who's you know he, he can do some damage when he's on but when he's off he throws a ton of interceptions plus he's almost as old as ben so you know uh at least with Brissett, you have somebody who's younger and in my opinion who hasn't been given a fair shake as far as a quarterback in this league so i wouldn't be upset with that i think you know if you can get him in here and you know at a cheap price uh and and he's your starter next year over Mason and and, and Dwayne Haskins, maybe maybe he'll uh, really start to develop. You never know. Kreex says that they, they you know yeah about the Watson. Hope they don't go after Watson. You know just because his. The, the charges were dropped or, or not filed. Really, they, they weren't filed. They just decided not to press charges, kind of like with Roethlisberger. And that is a good point because, you know, uh, Roethlisberger's name's forever going to be uh, stained because of the allegations against him 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And um, a lot of fans never got over it. I mean, if you ever talked to anybody on Twitter or Facebook, you know, and... and Ben Roethlisberger's name gets brought up, whether it's an article or whatever. It isn't long before somebody brings up those allegations. And you've, you've dealt with that if you're the Steelers for 12 years. And now if you bring in Deshaun Watson, you're going to be dealing with that for another 10, 12 years. So that, that's it would be pretty interesting if they if they went after him, because it, it, there's no doubt that, that that's going to alienate a lot of people. Just like Ben alienated a lot of people after his brush with the law. And I remember people mailing back their Brothersburger jerseys. I mean, you know, pe- people, um, he was he was not a universally beloved figure in Pittsburgh even before that. And he certainly wasn't after that. I mean, yeah, he was mostly loved, but he wasn't it wasn't like Troy. He wasn't Troy Polamovic kind of love where everybody loved him, no matter what. There, you know, he was a polarizing guy. So, you know, Deshaun Watson will certainly be that, you know. And, and if the Steelers are willing to take that on, uh, well, I mean, that's more power to them because, you know, they're going to be getting themselves one heck of a quarterback. Uh, but they would have to deal with all the other stuff to go along with it. So, uh, yeah, you know, I mean,
0: I don't see it happening
1: mainly because I don't think uh, they're going to be able to outbid. Uh, you know, he has no trade clause, so I guess he has a, he has a leverage. But, you know, I, I just don't see. Um, I think somebody's going to make the Texans an offer that they can't refuse, and that uh, Watson's going to find suitable, and he's going to he's going he's going to accept the trade. But I don't think it's going to be to Pittsburgh. And this is another point I want, I'd love to, I want to bring up. I was going to write about this, but I really haven't. Got, I've been uh, busy the last few days, but people are like trying to equate. Um, and I get it. You know, people are, this, this is what I mean. Like everybody, no, nobody realizes the the gravity of betting on your own sport. If you're a professional athlete and yet people are, you know, criticizing the NFL because Calvin Ridley, the the Falcons receiver was suspended for a year for betting on football last year, he bet fifteen hundred bucks last year and he lost he lost eleven million dollars in salary as a consequence because he got suspended. And Steelers Pittsburgh says, I mean, Calvin Ridley got suspended for a whole year. You know, uh, and people are saying, Well, what about all you know, these players that, that get in trouble for domestic violence and other stuff? And they don't get a whole year. And maybe they should, maybe they should get a whole year. Or more. Maybe they should get k- kicked out of the league for for some of these heinous acts that have been committed. Uh, but it doesn't mean that Calvin, Calvin Ridley shouldn't be suspended for a year because there's the last thing any major professional sport wants is the public to think that things are not on the up and up. And that's why sports leagues are always so harsh when they find out a player was betting on their uh, league. It happened to uh, Pete Rose, the most famous example. Pete Rose, still a lifetime band, not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, most hits ever, not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, so many other. You know, that, remember that that black Sox scandal. I mean, that really. You know, from 1919, they do not want people to start to think, and people already think that games are are fixed. They don't want legit examples to point to, and that's why Calvin Ridley was so harshly punished. Should other other players be punished uh, for actual crimes? Yeah, probably they should be. Har- punish more and maybe deshaun watson that's another thing we have to talk about is even if he even if they they do secure him in a trade somehow he's probably going to be suspended for at least a half a year i heard somebody saying today he'll get he'll get two games maybe six uh i bet you he gets he gets at least eight games because things are different now than they were 10 12 years ago you know when players would would get suspended for a game or two for stuff, I mean, you know, the NFL has been been through the ringer with people. Uh, they're well aware of their problem or per, their perceived problem. I don't think it's it's a any different than the rest of society, but their perceived problem with domestic violence and 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 stuff like that. So for to think that that Deshaun Watson's just going to get a few games, I I've never believed that. I think he's going to get at least eight, and maybe no, maybe we will get the whole year. You know. I don't know. So that's another thing you have to consider when bringing Watson in here. Yes, he'd still be young. He'd still have him for, for a number of years, but you're not going to have him this year. Maybe not even, uh, maybe half of this year, and that's it. So that's another thing to consider. This is Kreex who says, Witherspoon is supposed to be signing two years for $4 million for the Steelers? I don't know. I mean... If, if he's a free agent, I mean, he's free to sign with whoever, you know, if he gets to that uh, part of the, of, if he gets out on the open market, so I don't know where you're hearing that from, but if they can get him for that kind of money, that'd be great. Ken Moeller uh, says, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo will be the Steelers quarterback in 2022. That would be uh pretty interesting. Cause you know, you could probably get him for a few, uh, A couple of uh, third, fourth round picks, maybe something like that. But you're going to have to take on a lot of salary. So Uh, it wouldn't be the worst thing to happen because I like Jimmy Garoppolo. But, I mean, you know, is there that much of a a difference between him and Trubisky or uh, Jameis Winston, certainly? You know, I'd say those guys, at least Winston, are more talented than Garoppolo. And you wouldn't have to pay them that kind of money that you would have to pay him. And they're younger, too. So. I mean, if that happens, I guess they would be certainly competitive in 2022. I don't know if they would be bona fide contenders, but they would definitely be competitive. All right. This is one from uh, the CUDA 70. This team does not have as much cap money. Everyone thinks they have to sign some of their own free agents. Yeah, well, of course they have to sign some of their own free agents, but, but they still are in a much better shape or much better shape than they than they have been in recent years. Certainly much better shape than they were last year. And they still managed to bring some, you know, lower end free agents in and keep some of their own guys. They lost, you know, Hilton and obviously Dupree, uh, Matt Filer. But you know they were still able to do some business last year, not great business, but some business. So you know, with close to thirty million, they're going to be able to do that much more this year on paper, theoretically. Well, what would happen? I don't know. But if it doesn't happen, there's a lot of angry people out there, <laughs> and I'm here for it. Just me, you know, talking about Willis uh, Malik Willis from Liberty. He's starting to really grow on me. I mean, I'm really starting to fall in love. With his uh, his uh, talents, uh, his arm especially. I mean, obviously he's a great athlete, uh, but his arm is just exceptional. And I see some of the thrill. Yeah, he's he's a little raw, but he's all. He also played for Liberty, which you know he wasn't surrounded by the the greatest talent ever. You know, uh, especially at the offensive line, but I mean the, the the talent is definitely there, and it's just a matter of if you if you draft a guy like that, and somebody's going to draft him. You have to commit fully to building your offense around him. You know, like what you have to do with any uh, quarterback you draft in the first round, you have to commit. Don't jerk him around. Don't, uh, you know, switch coordinators every year. Uh, don't try to, you know, get him to learn a system that, that he didn't, that, he, that doesn't fit his strengths. You have to build your team around him. And whoever gets him, whether it's the Steelers or somebody else, I, I would love to see them totally commit to him because I think you know he could be a special talent, you know. So I'm really starting to fall for that guy. He's really starting to become a draft crush. This is one from NVR NDR. Happy Friday. Hope the Steelers make the right moves. Yeah, I mean you're not going to know right away. Of course, they might make some some exciting moves, whether they're right or not. We won't know for quite some time. At least not until the beginning of next year. Clarence Washington says, uh, Ritter, Willis, or Pickett. Those are the three. I think they're the three top quarterbacks right now. Maybe, maybe third Corral in there. As far as like the, the most buzz. Certainly Pickett and Willis. And, and this is from Ryan O'Toole, can't draft the quarterback. If a good one is in there, why force it? Well, how do you know he's going to be good or not? That's the thing. And that's where they, you know, it's, it's easy for us to say, oh, Malik Wallace, this, this draft class, pick it. They're not any good, but the chances are somebody from this draft class is probably going to be a really good NFL quarterback, maybe a couple guys. So to sit here and just automatically say that they're not going to be good, you know, it's like saying they're auto- automatically going to be good or whatever, or they're automatically going to be bad or good. You know, to sit here and write them off right away. You know, I, I don't get that because again, if you fully, if you, if you're them and you're in love with a uh, Willis or, or you're in love with a picket, you're smitten and you feel, or you really believe that this is the guy for you, for your franchise, you have to draft them. You can't worry about 2023 because, you don't know, but I, I remember when, you know, oh, Baker Mayfield and and Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen, these great quarterbacks, and when it, look at them now. Baker Mayfield's the best of those three, and the other two are, you know, Rosen, I don't even know if he's in the league anymore. Darnold can't, he's just seeing ghosts everywhere. So, you know, you just never know, you know. And that same draft, Lamar Jackson was drafted 32nd, and he's he's a former MVP. So if you feel strongly about somebody you, you draft. You don't reach just because you want to draft a quarterback. No, you don't do that. But if you feel strongly about a particular quarterback and you're not just, you know, trying to talk yourself into it, you have to draft because you just never know. You never know. Those guys, that 2023 draft class that people keep talking about, There's there are no guarantees there either. And it seems like it happens every year. Oh, the next draft class is so much better than this one. I hear it every year. But somebody from this draft class is going to be good, more than likely. So – you know if you roll the dice and 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 it, it comes up uh, sevens or whatever i don't know i'm tired then you have to go for it and on that note i'm gonna call it a night because i'm tired i have to go to sleep but i thank you for uh sticking with me all night and uh i uh hope you have a great weekend and uh I can't wait to talk about those rumors on Monday with Brian and and, and Shannon on the hangover. So until then, uh, take care. And as always, go Steelers.